Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. The time this episode is airing, it's end of January. We are in the heart of wintertime, so why not do a whole episode all about low-prep therapy ideas for winter? The ideas I'm sharing today can be used with any age level, and if you know anything about me, I'm all about planning for as many groups as possible based on a theme or an activity or an idea. This way, it makes prepping and planning super easy. You just show up with one book, one piece of material, and use it with as many groups as possible. I'm also going to have a link to a blog post in the show notes, which will have visuals of all the things I'm talking about in case you can't picture it in your mind the way I am describing it. Okay, so it can be a challenge to stay motivated during these cold winter months, especially now that snow days are like a thing of the past now that we all have proven that we can teach virtually, right? Let me know on Instagram if you guys are getting snow days. I am here to help you with some several low prep therapy ideas that will just take moments to prep. Okay, so let's talk about why low prep therapy and why I'm all about just grabbing things and using with as many groups as possible. We are busy, especially these winter months. We are jam packed with meetings and reports to write and all these other things. Meanwhile, it's getting dark early and we're miserable. (laughs) Let's be honest. Okay, and not every day is roses and sunshine, right? So if we can show up and reduce the amount of laminating and prepping, yet our students can still be motivated and have fun and work towards our speech goals, it's a win-win, right? So what are some fun and easy winter themes that are my favorite? Snowmen, super easy, right? 
snowflakes, hot chocolate, winter sports. I believe in February is the Winter Olympics. Uh, Penguins, winter clothes, okay? This doesn't have to only be for your younger students. Your older students can benefit from some of these topics as well, okay? So in no particular order, one thing you can do is a snowman file folder barrier game. I like to take a file folder. I have plenty of them in my therapy room that I use for like student files. A barrier game is basically there is a barrier so you can't see over. You put the file folder so it's like standing on the table kind of thing. And one student can draw their snowman. And then that student has to give directions to the other student on how to draw it to match their drawing. So you can, one, do it right on the file folder or just use the file folders as a barrier and have them do it on a piece of paper behind the barrier. Another thing you can do is you could laminate the file folder and then it becomes dry erasable if you want, but it's not necessary. Okay, what goals can you work on with this? One, you can work on following directions and listening. You can work on vocabulary of the different body parts and clothing items of a snowman. You work on sentence structure. You can give them a sentence strip like my snowman has. So again, you could also work on verb tenses and expanding sentence structure. You can even work on adjectives. My snowman has a large hat, small hat, and giving them some words to choose from. You can give them a word bank, and you can modify it depending on the needs of your students. This is also something great for students with AAC where they need to do some basic vocabulary and requesting and such. So this is something simple. All you have to do is just make a barrier using a file folder. Every student, I mean, I am not an artist, but I can draw a snowman. Okay. A penguin? Nope. Can't do that. An igloo? Nope. I can't do that. But a snowman? I can. Also, even just teaching your students the how to make a snowman. That is an activity in itself. Okay, like so you can even start out with teaching the steps of making a snowman and then go into this barrier game of now that you know how to make a snowman, you have to give directions to your peers on how to make a snowman that looks just like yours. Okay, what else can you do? I like to do foldables where I take a piece of paper and fold it hot dog wise. So the long way, not hamburger, which is the fatter way. And then the top part, I will cut into like either three if I want to do a beginning, middle and end or four or five if you want to do like a somebody wanted but so then sort of thing. And I like to have my students draw a picture of a winter scene or what their scene will be about. And then inside each of the flaps, they can write a part of their story. So first they did this. It could be a narrative of what they did on their snow day. It can be in how to make a snowman. It could be, you know, how to make hot chocolate, how to shovel snow, how to get dressed for winter, what they did on their snow day, like I said. It could just be a personal narrative. It could be a fake story. It could be retelling a winter book that you just read. So it just makes it just so much fun. You can even work on main idea because the main idea of the story is their picture on the outside. You can work on sentence structure. There are different sentences. They're sequencing vocabulary, first, middle, last beginning, middle, end, what have you. Or you can also watch a Simon's Cat video, like a winter-themed one, and have them draw a picture of what that whole video is about, and then do in the flaps the beginning, middle, and end, or the sequence of events, or somebody wanted but so then for summarizing. And if you're not familiar with that, it's the who was it about, what did they want, or what were they doing, but what was the problem, so how they try to solve it, and then how did it end. So there's just different things you can do with foldables. And again, check on the blog post so you can see a picture of the snowman foldable that I created 
with the three different parts of how to make a snowman. Okay, what else can you do? Winter-themed compare and contrast. Take your winter items. Can they say how they are similar and different? How are polar bears and penguins similar and different? Skiing and snowboarding, hot chocolate and coffee, gloves and mittens, etc. You can also take two children's books, like The Old Lady Who Swallowed Some Snow and The Jacket I Wore in the Snow. Take those two stories and how are they alike and different? You can take two Simon's Cat winter-themed videos. How are they alike and different? You can take two winter-themed News ELA or ReadWorks articles. How are they similar and different? It doesn't take prep. I don't even get fancy with my graphic organizer of my Venn diagram. I will draw the two circles on a piece of construction paper and put it in a dry erase sleeve so they can write with the dry erase marker. And I can use that graphic organizer over and over again. I've even made a large Venn diagram right on my therapy table where they can fill it in and write all over my table. It gets, you know, just fun that way. Okay, what else can you do? You can work on describing and take one of the winter-themed words. They can draw a picture of it and write as many describing words as they can inside of it. So like you'll see on my blog post, I have a picture of a snowman because I said I can't draw that many things. And we collaborated as many adjectives as we can come up with to describe the snowman. You can even use the EET or the expanding expression tool and come up with all the different words and place it inside the drawing of a snowman or just take a coloring page of any of the winter theme activities. The last thing I wanted to share with you, I got this on Amazon. It is the Melting Snowman. It's this like putty type snowman. And I always make it myself and have the students like, you know, tell me how to make a snowman. They really struggle with the vocabulary and telling me how to. And then I'll have them draw a picture of the snowman we made. And we might do a writing activity and have them write out the steps of how to make a snowman. And then as they're working on their activity, the snowman starts to melt. So then you can also do a compare and contrast or a cause and effect or a predicting type of activity, like what do you think is going to happen to the snowman? There's so many different goals that you can work on with this thing that I think I spent under $10 on. And I have had it now for maybe a couple of years and it, it still does, works fine. It's a great way to just make things hands-on and fun. I'm all about when my students walk into my therapy room, they never know what to expect, but they know they're going to learn and have some fun. Okay. And it's all relevant because all these things are still relevant to their world around them. And like I said, all the activities I shared, I said how we can work on describing, sentence structure, main idea, sequencing, compare and contrast, what other goals did I say? And some more. So I hope you go and check out the link that is in the show notes to this blog post. I think you'll enjoy seeing the pictures of these activities in action so you can see for yourself how easy it is to incorporate some of these winter-themed activities into your therapy room that does not require any prep. I'm not an artist. You'll see my very bad drawings of a snowman. I hope you found this fun and applicable that you can use and gives you the jolt of inspiration you need to start the week. And of course, I have a snowman-themed joke. What is a snowman's favorite drink? Iced tea. Ba-dum-ching. All right, guys, if you love this episode, share it with a friend, share it with someone you don't know. Okay, maybe that'd be weird if you'd share it with someone you don't know, but share it with a fellow SLP that might be interested in hearing about this podcast. Take a screenshot, share it on social media, or just send them a link to the podcast and say, check out this podcast. All right, and until next week, 
stay out of trouble. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.